The didgeridoo means it's time for the Australian News Desk. Here's two of the craziest guys we could find south of the equator. It's Steve Vischer and Grant McHaren from the Plain Crazy Down Under podcast. Dateline, 26th of November, 2012. Well, good day, folks, and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 225. And I tell you what, Grant McHaren, I'm still on a high one week later. Why is that, Steve Vischer? Is that because the Virgin Annual General Meeting was such a hit compared to Qantas's? Oh, well, Virgin Smurgeon. Although I did have a nice flight up to Sydney, Grant, but uh, no, no, Grant, after my C-130 flight that I talked about last week. Oh, of course. Yes, yes. Rub it in some more. Go on. You know you want to. Yes, and I love that picture you did, mate, uh, of the C-130 right over the top of Sydney Harbour there with the great photoshopping uh, saying Steve was here. <laughs> yeah, right on the flight deck too. It's not just uh, show us where Steve was sitting. That was saying where you sat on the flight deck for the run down the harbour, you lucky bugger. <laughs> yes, and i tell you what, mate, what a fantastic day. I must say, and uh, yes, all kudos to you, David Vanderhoof, who told me to be prepared for it being bumpy. It was very bumpy in the back of that aircraft, actually. It was a bit of an overcast day flying out over Sydney. We took off from uh, RAF Base Richmond, about uh, 60 or so kilometres, I guess, to the northwest of the city. Uh, we flew down to the south, up over Cronulla, uh, did a couple of laps of Sydney Harbour and then headed up over to the north and um, I think they loitered around the area of Katoomba, I think. Yeah, and, the Blue uh, Mountains area. Yeah, Blue Mountains and did uh, quite some shots there. with a, uh, And, of course, they were in a two-ship formation with another C-130H, uh, which had a lot of daredevil photographers hanging out the back. It had the ramp down. The uh, the aircraft I was in didn't have the ramp down, but, uh, yeah, I tell you what, very bumpy and uh, more than one lunch was brought up. Not mine, mind you, but uh, I tell you what, uh, another 20 minutes in that plane and I reckon mine might have come up too. Just to be honest, <laughs> I was a little green by the time we got down but uh, you were just trying to fit in with the camouflage yeah i told you anyway david warned me that all of this would be the case and uh true to being the authority on these things he was absolutely right but i tell you what mate as they flew over the top of sydney harbour the over the top of the sydney opera house and the uh, the sydney harbour bridge i got uh, my turn right at that time to get up on the flight deck and uh, watch the uh, professionalism of the royal australian air force uh, crew as they uh, took the plane around and put it through maneuvers and uh, they were having to work pretty hard actually to uh, keep the aircraft in formation with the the one with the ramp down and at the end of it i I managed to grab a quick interview with the pilot, Flight Lieutenant Tony Charles. I'm here with Flight Lieutenant Tony Charles. Tony, uh, you took us up in the uh, Hercules today? Yeah, it was great. Tell us about the flight, mate. Yeah, it was fantastic. So I took off out of Richmond, uh, quick look at the city, then down um, up the coast past Bondi Beach, a couple of laps of the harbour and up past Palm Beach and then over to the Blue Mountains for a bit of a bit of a nice scenex with a bunch of photographers on board and uh, it was really great just to fly close together. We don't do it very often except for um, airdrop sort of stuff. Most of the time we're further apart. So it's really nice to get in close and fly uh, some visual form. Uh, lots of stick and rudder, some hands and feet type flying for the guys at the front, for the pilots. So. Interesting there. I know you had flap down. It was quite, uh, say, a half-duty configuration most of the time. So uh, trying to keep up with the photo ship, I suppose. Yeah, so uh, to get the ramp open, we're, we're limited by 150 knots. We need the flaps out for that. And it's quite difficult to fly. Lots of turbulence. And the aeroplane's really on the back of the, uh, the drag curve, so to speak. So, yeah, it's good fun. And we use that configuration normally in airdrop. So normally uh, we're only there for a short period of time. But... Today we're there for a good half an hour, so uh, yeah, I was working hard. Had to hand over at one point. Arms were getting tired. Yeah, it was uh, quite bumpy there, actually. A surprise, the first time I've ridden in a Hercules, and uh, it was quite it surprised me at how bumpy it was. Is that normal for a Hercules? No, nah, it was a bit of a bumpy day. There's a bit of front coming through, and we're getting wet now with the rain. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's because of the turbulence and a bit of bit of weather around. So just just unsteady sort of uh, airflow there meant we were getting bumped around. So yeah. Yeah, at those particularly those slow speeds or the really top end speeds, we start to get thrown around. Now uh, I know the range here, and we're a little bit short of time, but I just wanted to ask you with the H retiring, uh, where to for you from here? Yeah, well I'm a reservist. I uh, I do other things outside. I'm a house dad a few days a week as well. So. Um, 
plenty for me to do in my civilian life, but uh, there's more reserve work here. I'll move across to the J model and doing some sort of instructor pilot type duties there, uh, in, mostly in the simulator though. So my days of flying, uh, the real Hercules are uh, pretty numbered, I'm, I'm afraid to say. The real Hercules. The real Does that Hercules, go down well when you're compatriots here this year? <laughs> That's right. Well, it's not, nothing against the J, I mean, I meant the sim, you know, rather than uh, yeah. flying a real aeroplane. Well, uh, Tony, it was a real privilege to fly on the aircraft today, and uh, thanks very much for taking us along. Will do. Thanks very much. No worries, All the well, there you go. So fantastic stuff. And uh, I tell you what, when I was up there on the flight deck, Grant, as I said, they were working pretty hard. As he said there, after about half an hour, he had to uh, hand it over. And I was listening on the intercom where they were at. They were just having a great time. Well, uh, I got to say, mate, I'm not quite as jealous as I was earlier in the week when uh, you were getting all the limelight and the glory with the C-130 because I got to have some fun with the C-130H as well. Do tell. Well, I just happened to be up in Sydney that week for some other things and happened to be pretty close to RAF Base Richmond on the Friday and uh, spoke to our media contacts about dropping by and picking up some interviews that you hadn't had a chance for. And lo and behold, I got invited to go up the control tower and watch the C-130Hs practicing their uh, final farewell flights that they were going to do on the weekend and also on the 30th for uh, the adoring crowds. Yeah, those aircraft, Grant, uh, following that practice, have been doing a fair bit of uh, touring around the countryside, uh, showing off the aircraft for the last time to uh, many of the uh, places around, uh, particularly New South Wales, I guess, that have had anything to do with the uh, C-130H since its introduction here way back in 1978. So uh, yeah, it's been a really uh, good farewell. Uh, a lot of those pilots are going off to do other things in the RAF. Some of them are going off to fly the uh, C-130J and uh, others are uh, looking forward to uh, preparing for the uh, C-27J Spartans that are coming in. In fact, they'll be standing up uh, or actually reforming uh, 35 Squadron, which has uh, been out of action for a little while. So uh, good to see that that one will be coming back uh, when the uh, Spartans arrive and uh, they're due to come on stream in the next couple of years. So looking forward to that. Do you have the need, the need for speed? Jetride Australia is a premier fighter experience in the country and the perfect gift for every budding Top Gun. From mild to wild, Jetride tailors each flight individually to give you the mind-blowing ride of your life. To make your dream a reality, check out jetride.com.au slash pcdu or Aussies can call 1300 554 876. Jetride. Forget the rest, fly with the best. Now, you know, our friends at Defence Media do a great job, but uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the, the schedule was a little bit, well, shall we say, crowded on the day I was up there at uh, Sydney because just to the south in Canberra, they were having another ceremony, and this one involved uh, the Wedgetail and some uh, big news there for Australia's Boeing uh, Wedgetail early warning and control aircraft. That's right, mate. The uh, 737-derived Wedgetail aircraft has finally hit its IOC. That's the initial operating capability, and uh, there was a bit of a celebration at uh, RAF Base Fairburn in uh, Canberra. And a few lucky media were invited to go on board and go through the wedge tail. Of course, no electronic devices or recording devices were allowed, but, you know, it's They still would have got, uh, had a chance to go through and check it out. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, uh, we were amongst that lucky media who were invited, but uh, we were a little distracted. Grant, we were up at Richmond that day. I know, I know. We couldn't be in both places at the same time, unfortunately. And you, you were up there and I was stuck down here in Melbourne with work and unable to get away. So, boo, it would have been awesome. And according to this article here in AustralianAviation.com.au, uh, the Chief of Air Force, that's Air Marshal Jeff Brown, said this aircraft has been capability that's uh, quote-unquote 
is in the making. He said the most important thing Air Force does is control the air domain, and that's what the Wedgetail allows us to do. And uh, Grant, actually, I can tell you, they've got a few of these aircraft, and one of them was actually doing some practice touch and goes up at Richmond the day that I was there, and uh, yeah, that was quite interesting too. I believe the phrase used is uh, photo bombing the C-130H event. Yes, well, I did a good job of that. And in fact, if you go to the Plane Crazy Down Under uh, Facebook site, you'll see a photo of just that, <laughs> taken by yours yeah. truly. Anyway, Grant, I'd love to sit around here gloating about my C-130 ride, but I think I've mentioned it enough for this report. Yes, yes, the uh, jealousy factor is going up on this side of the microphone, that's for sure. Now, I was also very fortunate to uh, get to uh, shoot a couple of approaches in the uh, C-130H simulator, and I managed to uh, bag a quite an extended interview with the uh, sim instructor there, a uh, very experienced C-130 pilot who'll be uh, doing some very interesting things, and uh, Grant uh, also managed to grab an interview with a uh, flight engineer, and of course, uh, that's a role that's uh, now disappearing from the Royal Australian Air Force, the only aircraft left now that uh, have flight engineers uh, in the Royal Australian Air Force are on the uh, P-3C Orion fleet. Uh, Those interviews will be coming up uh, in an upcoming episode of Playing Crazy Down Under if you're interested, and uh, we'll let you know when that gets released. Until next week, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks. Southern Skies. Online Media.